0: A devastating helicopter accident occurred on the 26th of January 2020, taking the lives of Los Angeles Lakers icon and five-time NBA champion Kobe Bryant. Other passengers include his beloved 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, John, Kerry, and Alyssa Altobelli, Sarah and Peyton Chester, Christina Malzer and Ara Zobayan. The influence of Kobe regarding the world of basketball, as well as his impact as a family man, is undeniably seen throughout all as an admirable factor that will be missed. I'm Caden Schiff.
1: I'm Hugh McGuire, And I'm Tyler Schiff. And today we're gonna talk about Kobe and how he had an impact on the world, but um, kind of on an anecdotal level, how he had impact on us individually. I
2: mean, Kobe Bryant was one of basketball's greatest ever players. He was arguably the greatest ever scorer, scoring in a variety of ways. He was a leader. He was a mentor to many young players. And for young players all around the world, no matter what level of profession they were or if they were professional at all, um, I'm sure we all looked up to his mentality and his work ethic.
1: Yeah, actually, one thing you didn't mention there is he was also, as much as he was liked by a lot of people, he was also hated by a large population of the NBA community, in more of a friendly sense, um, me being one of um, those people because I was a Celtics fan. Oh yeah. And um, I I can recall you know me being uh, eight nine ten years old watching the NBA and just being heartbroken, you know all because of Kobe Bryant. I remember specifically in two thousand ten. We uh, we won the championship in 2008. 2009 was rough. We didn't even make the finals. Um, of course, Kobe Bryant um, beat the uh, Orlando, Orlando Magic, Magic yeah. Yeah, and Dwight Howard. And so this was kind of our comeback year in 2010. And I thought, and I think everybody knew in the back of their minds, that this is where the window was slowly starting to close. We got kind of a run 2012, but this was really where the window was closing, and we needed this win. Um, I believe we were actually up at one point, but... Mm-hmm um, Kobe Bryant just went berserk. He, he, I, and actually I, I remember he was playing with an injured finger or, or some kind of, um, um, injury. And he played through that and had one of the best series I've ever seen, you know, with my own eyes. And, and the series did go to seven games, seven games. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that broke my heart. I remember cause I thought from there, I knew Ray Allen was having a little bit of a um, tough season, and he was he was displeased with the team, the coaching staff, so I knew he was going to leave, so, you know, that's kind of representative of Kobe Bryant's impact. He single-handedly can make a team go into uh, rebuilding mode and, and really shift so many um, things in the NBA.
2: Yeah, and um, of course, there's the famed 81-point game, which is I mean, Will Chamberlain did score 100, but to be second place with 81 points in a game is unheard of. It's just just Kobe's ability to never stop, never settle. And it's not just that 81 points against the Toronto Raptors out one day that amazes us. It's his constant 60-point performances, 50-point performances. I think the lowest scoring game he ever had against any NBA team was at least 40 points, meaning that's just... Crazy
1: And can I say, like, I think the the value and how impressive that 81-point game was and kind of his scoring streak was that that is really – you you cannot overstate it because now, I think, you know, there's a lot more scoring. There's a lot more of an emphasis on three-pointers. People have a tendency to shoot more three-pointers. Like, I think, you know, statistically it makes more sense to shoot three-pointers. But, you know, he did this before – all the three-pointers came in and he was he hit 81 when nobody thought it was possible now you see people like Bradley Beal hitting back-to-back 50-point games I mean it's it's possible now but still nobody has 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 clipped that that mark and I think that is the most amazing part I mean he was truly truly ahead of his time yeah and when
2: we talk about point scoring and we talk about Kobe Bryant Something that comes up is, of course, ball hogging and a lot of people criticize him for not trusting his teammates, for holding the ball for too long, taking too many shots. But the thing about Kobe was he wouldn't allow his team to lose. So if that meant taking the ball up and down the court every possession, shooting the ball, um, whether it was a high percentage look or a low percentage look, I think his mentality forced players to believe in him and forced himself to believe that he could put the team on his back. And therefore, I think... That all his criticisms of his ball hogging is overshadowed by his greatness. And his championship winning, his MVP winning, and so many more accolades. Yeah, I mean,
1: at the end of the day, he got wins. And I think if maybe his amazing point total or you know his, his tendency to hold the ball a little bit more than the average player, if that didn't directly translate into wins and championships... We would be having a completely different conversation right now but at the end of the day he did contribute a lot um mostly from you know his scoring uh, abilities
0: yeah just tying back to what tyler said about his iconic uh, mentality mama mentality there's a specific moment i definitely remember that's all over youtube all over instagram you see it a lot of the time it's when he had an achilles injury and he would he was about to step off the court, but walked back to the free throw line, sank both of his two free throws, and that just just displayed his um, worth ethic and just every
2: hour he put in and just showed that he's that guy. Yeah. And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this, but on a Saturday night or, I mean, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning where I'm just too lazy to get up and uh go to a gym to practice basketball even though I know that practice makes perfect, um, I would often go on YouTube or go on Instagram and see one of those um, motivational Kobe videos where it's him's voiceover over his highlights and funny enough his voice would um, would almost drive me to be better and, and you might think oh that's silly like oh you could just look at any motivational speaker but I think it was Kobe Bryant who really made the difference In my work ethic personally until now we've been talking a lot about
0: what is happening on the court regarding uh, Kobe Bryant but off the court he was uh, an amazing father he was an amazing husband he coached his daughter's team he would do anything for his children and really didn't pressure them into being basketball players they didn't he didn't pressure them into being anything other than what they really wanted
1: yeah, and I think it's actually interesting talking about off the court um, <clears throat> activities. He, he really after he, he retired, very well could have kind of gone into uh, a state of isolation, been you know getting the rest and and the family time he deserves. But um, I think his you know as you mentioned earlier his mob mentality definitely kicked in after retirement. I mean he started his own uh, ESPN show that kind of analyzed film he started his own mamba academy that consisted of a gym an au team that traveled he even coached i mean he invested He, he he did a lot of you know television cameos he he truly didn't want to be the person who just sat on his couch yeah and i i remember i see a lot of kind of um representations of his impact that he had post retirement, and I think that's one of the ways people are gonna miss him because he had such an impact to the basketball community off the court as well. Yeah, if you guys
2: remember, um, there was that span of the summer I think a few years ago where he would tweet out different goals to different players that he had in mind. Yeah. And so, for example, he w- he tweeted out to um, uh, the current reigning MVP um, Bucks player uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he. Tweeted at him saying, "I want you to win MVP this year as as a set goal for Giannis," and he actually Giannis did go on to achieve that. So, yeah, for sure, when you say his impact lives on um, after his career and as a mentor, that's 100 accurate. Yeah, going back to what Hugh said about off the
0: court and after his retirement, doing a variety of things, talking about a versatile person, Kobe Bryant has in the past. He won an Oscar with his movie, Dear Basketball, which I watched and it was very compelling, very cool to see. Yeah,
1: and I think on that note, um, it's very apparent that he had such a large impact on really not only the basketball community, but the world. I mean, uh, you know, we're all just kids, you know, living in Japan and we're here talking about Kobe Bryant. So it's very clear that he had a, a strong impact on everybody and he will you know, be dearly missed. So thank you for listening to the podcast. I've been Hugh McGuire. Tyler Schiff. Caden Schiff. And see you next time.
3: Our next segment is on pilot clubs. For the following few podcasts, we will introduce newly formed pilot clubs along with updates of activities and events from our ASIJ community. Our first segment will be on Beyond the Plate, ASIJ's one and only gastronomic science club. It is open to all students and focuses on building a foundation of cooking skills. Along with the creation of dishes, members will learn not only cooking techniques, but go beyond the plate to analyze the science behind each dish. Instead of expecting perfection from each attempt, members will take a deeper look at the process behind the cooking. By doing this, they hope to involve the scientific method, formulating a hypothesis, collecting data, making observations, and recognizing errors. Cooking healthy, full meals for yourself is one of the most valuable life skills one can have, and Beyond the Play aims to help students gain the abilities they need to be healthy and successful in the future. Starting this semester, they have been learning and practicing various beginner cooking techniques that can last a lifetime. They will not only focus on the cooking aspect, but form a separate branch that is directed towards more of the scientific parts. They will carry out various activities such as organizing talks from professionals in the nutrition field. Join them during Thursday activities and after-school meets to delve into these topics as they make and eat their way through the vast world of cooking.
0: And that was The Dealio. You can find more episodes at our website at dealio.asij.ac.jp or on the Honeybee website. See you next time on What's The Dealio?